0: Awesome, welcome everybody to episode eight of the Media Buyer's Manual. We are joined today by Dan Snow from Twitter. Um, you guys might have known him uh, as an agency owner of the Snow Agency or even uh, with some of his work of Rap TV. Um, so we're just gonna throw it right over to Dan. Dan, give yourself a little bit of an introduction and then uh, we're gonna jump into some Cyber Weekend prep.
1: Yeah, so um as you, as you mentioned, uh, I own the Snow Agency. We're an e-commerce marketing agency. We do you know, paid ads on all the different platforms, Facebook, Google, YouTube, Snapchat, Pinterest, as well as email, SMS marketing, et cetera. Um, prior to the agency, um, we, were, we were an e-commerce holdings company. So we scaled, launched, and sold various e-commerce businesses. We did about $50 million in revenue in, in three and a half years. And then prior to that, I had a ton of experience in influencer and social media space. I created this self-serve ad platform for influencers. When I was in college, we had like three, three to 4,000 influencers on the platform, such as celebrities, um, stuff like that. And yeah.
0: Damn, that's really cool. So when did you, uh, you said you started that in college, that influencer uh, agency sort of?
1: Yeah, so um, it wasn't an agency. It was more so a a platform. Uh, but yeah, so prior prior to that, I had I had created like 20 million followers on on uh, social media, Twitter and Instagram, and had got really good at, at understanding how to monetize them. This was during 2014, um, so a lot of people in the space at the time had large followings and had no idea how to monetize. Yeah. So we built a platform where it was it was very easy for people to just take a link, post it, and generate revenue. So that gave me all really all the. Insights, data, and knowledge into how kind of you know social media works in a sense, like what demographics are can send the most amount of of traffic, what what kind of content do they resonate with, which influencers can send the most amount of traffic, and what does that look like as it pertains to, to what they're asking for in terms of um, promotions and sponsorships and whatnot, um, and then we leverage all that into just running huge marketing campaigns for our own brands. Awesome. So.
0: That's actually really cool. So like in terms of that, you were you're were on the forefront of getting people to actually monetize their massive influences. And like you said, people cut you learned what people responded to on those platforms and in their demographics. Um, so that's going to segue into this uh, first cyber weekend prep question that we have. Are you going to be applying a lot of in- influencer marketing into your content um, machine, I guess I would say, uh, going towards cyber weekend and and if so what kind of tactics are you gonna kind of implement with those influencers? So we
1: no longer do the influencer marketing for our our clients just because it's so manually labor in, intensive that yeah. uh, we kind of like focus, focus more on the ads, but we give all the strategy still to our clients. But in the past, what has really worked best for me on Black Friday is building momentum, for, I would say from now into Black Friday, and not really doing like, a, like if you're going to if you're going to be doing influencer marketing, start now with influencers and get essentially get their following well acquainted with your brand. So start mm-hmm. if you start sponsoring their posts now, be once a week, once a month, et cetera. So it's just not a, a random brand on Black Friday saying here's our offer. It's, you know, you're, you're seeing the influencer, celebrity, whatever you're following, posting about it, be, building up hype. And then they drop a huge offer on Black Friday, and that's how it really resonates. So that's what we've done for our own brands in the past, and it's led to massive success. Um, so
0: I highly recommend doing that strategy if you're going to be doing influencer marketing. So you're saying uh, essentially, I, a lot of people that might not be familiar or maybe their first kind of Cyber Weekend, um, you're you're kind of hinting that in the next month or so, the CPMS may skyrocket, um, and also that. You do really want to engage people right now so that, like you mentioned, you're just not dropping a bomb of like, hey, here's 70% off and they have no idea who you are and what, what you're about. Um, so I, I really love that, that you're actually getting people engaged right now and immediately. And would you say that CPMs are going to kind of skyrocket within the next month or so?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's not even an opinion. It's just a fact. Like, you know, CPMs are going to increase substantially in q 4 Mm-hmm. Um, so making sure your website is, is optimized as much as possible and it's also why it's so important to so I mentioned like the influencer stuff and how essentially in a sense it's retargeting on Black Friday because you already start to build that audience yeah. this is the same exact way on ads um, obviously typically retargeting gets a significantly higher return on ad spend than cold prospecting someone who's never seen your product before mm-hmm. so same exact strategy with influencers as it is on ads in that aspect. Um, but yeah, CPMs are going to rise significantly. The thing is, is that conversion rate also rises significantly on those days as well. So you need to keep that in mind before people lose their minds. Um, but it is definitely important to start building your audience and some, and some momentum and hype into, uh, into Q4.
0: So how far in advance uh, would you say that you set up some of your Black Friday offers and do you roll out um, minimal or smaller discounts beforehand? Uh, Because I know a lot of times around Halloween is when Cyber Weekend um, pre-sales will start. Do you do anything along those lines?
1: I think last year we did about a week out. And what I'm is that every year black friday seems to expand more and more and more especially if it's online right like this like it used to be black friday then it's black friday well then it was then black friday started on like thursday then it started on wednesday then last year it was like black friday week for everyone this year when retail who knows it could be all month for some for many brands and and everywhere i'm reading that's like the number one trend is that black friday is going to be like the longest black friday ever um time-wise. So it's going to start earlier, you know, at least a week, one to two weeks, I would imagine for many brands.
0: Hmm. So do you, do you run uh, pre-sales for those um, early on and then kind of go heavy discount oriented on um, the weekend itself, or are you just kind of focus on building up your prospecting now and then around then you just kind of roll out that one big um, gargantuan offer?
1: You could really do both. I mean, I think it, a lot of it depends on the brand, right? Hmm. Like if you, really, really, really strong customer base, then you can get away with that pre-sale, which we've done before, and say, you know, we're going to give you a discount now, and this guarantees you get your get the product because when we are on Black Friday, things sell out very fast. That's very so, true. Once again, though, that you can really only get away with that if you have such a really, really strong brand and customer base where selling out is frequent. So mm. if it's not, then customers kind of, you know, since the, the BS, so to speak, and <laughs> yeah. won't react to it. Um, that's w- what I've seen what, what when that pre-sale works and when it doesn't work.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so in terms of that, so we kind of discussed the pre-sale um, also kind of having that massive offer or even running both. Um, and then how would you say that you're going to activate the black Friday or cyber weekend um, customers after um, the fact after Cyber Weekend, yeah. just to take advantage of those uh, those people that have purchased.
1: How are you going to activate them to make, to make more purchases?
0: Yeah, later on uh, following Cyber Weekend and all of that kind of stuff. Is it just I would, regular flows or? I would, yeah, in terms of email marketing or just in general? Just in general, of just how, how you would go about um, kind of just maximizing the lifetime value of those people. Because a lot yeah. of times brands have had. Um, people that will come in and make that one-time sale or a one-time purchase, and they don't do much to activate them further on afterwards other than their general flows. But I'm just wondering if you have something that you might, uh, have up your sleeve, so to speak.
1: Um, nothing crazy. I mean, obviously changing your, your targeting, your con, uh, your, your content, your, um, your landing pages, et cetera, geared specifically towards Christmas and the holidays there is, is very important. But yeah, if you, if you, I mean, if you're not targeting your past purchase customer base to keep reselling them more products, then you're, you're just losing money, really, because that's the, the highest return on ad spend you can get is from people who have already purchased your, your products because they don't need the, the barrier to make another decision is a lot lower. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I would say it really just goes down into changing up your offer and your content Going into December, which is more, you know, Christmas and and those holidays Mm -hmm. um, is really it. Nothing too crazy.
0: Okay. Um, And then in terms of um, maybe a checklist that you would kind of give somebody for for their first cyber weekend, um, and maybe if they're working with clients for the first time, would you kind of suggest them um, going through the funnel themselves, seeing if there's any sticking points, um, maybe testing in advance right now of certain landing page features. Do you have anything else that you might add to a list like that?
1: I would say content is the most important, single most important thing. So having content specifically made for Black Friday, specifically made for Christmas, et cetera. You know, a lot of of brands are using UGC these days. So having UGC specifically saying, you know, having customers saying this is the biggest sale of the year, blah 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 not just like on-screen text with with old, <laughs> kind of like older ugc but yeah. creating content specifically for it for sure would, would will make a huge impact um other than that other things to know in general i would say one from experience is that discount codes are definitely not even close as, as effective as changing um discounting your whole site so they don't have to enter that discount code we have seen the Rates significantly higher when when you're when you're doing it for them, just because it makes it makes it so much easier to purchase. Uh, a lot of people just don't even use discount codes, or they forget it or many other reasons. Um, so that's another huge thing we've seen.
0: Um, yeah, that eases buyer friction a lot, right there. Yeah, that's that's such a good point. So anybody that's listening right now, Dan just gave you something that uh, might not be top of mind right now. Is just more so your whole website, discount it, make it easier for the user. In general, that should probably be number one, make it easier for the user to purchase from you on Cyber Weekend. Otherwise, you're going to be shit out of luck. Um, so I really like that point. And then in terms of going back to the content, um, what what kind of content mix do you kind of run for your Black Friday or Cyber Weekends? Um, are you doing, like you said, the UGC a little bit? And then are you are you just kind of going heavy focus on your offer and having your product in that um creative if it's not UGC
1: yeah pretty much also you know photo ads work from experience better than ever on Black Friday also just because you don't have to people are just getting so much so much content so many offers on their on their page obviously a picture is you don't need to watch it it requires the least amount of attention span so you can quickly see what the offer is you already you should know the product it's on retargeting and then you can see if you want to make a purchase or not. So um, I've seen that for sure work tremendously well on uh, during the holidays as well.
0: True. Okay. I really like that too. Cause like, like you said, bombarded, people are just getting bombarded with ads. So the better you can kind of stick it on the feed like that. And even again, ease of use for the user. It's, it's, I think that's going to be the recurring theme that we're going to have on this uh, brief episode is that, ease of use is what is going to get you the most sales and maximize sales. Um, Do you have any um, kind of finishing thoughts? I know this is a very quick episode, but I didn't want to touch on too much more other than cyber weekend prep. Um, What are you doing for email marketing? Are you getting emails in the door now? Um, Are you kind of going to keep on engaging with your list until um, maybe that week out or so? Is that how you're going to kind of, run your playbook, so to speak, I guess.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that, that is, especially if there's beginners listening, I think you mentioned, mm-hmm. the biggest mistake, and we've made it, our first Black Friday, is not warming up the email list enough before Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Q4. If you're not doing that starting now, or even way earlier than now, <laughs> yeah. you just decide to email blast your list, all you're going to do is... Um, you're just gonna to go to spam, you're not gonna, no none of your customer base are gonna see your emails, and not, not only now, but in the future as well. So warming up your email list and starting to build that now, um, and the engaged list, just like you mentioned, is so important because this is the highest ROI you can possibly get on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, yeah. is the email and SMS list. So take advantage of that for sure. Awesome, awesome.
0: Uh- that is pretty much all I wanted to touch on engaging the email list a little bit of the content marketing and what you're doing with content um and then do you have any um targeting tips maybe for cyber weekend I know a lot of it is retargeting is there anything is there anything I am missing right now for this cyber weekend prep episode that we've kind of touched on briefly
1: yeah I would say don't be don't be afraid to get aggressive um from what we've seen, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, et cetera, is like the only weekend where like best practices don't apply. You know, you can take an ad set and go from $100 to $5,000 within a single day, and it can retain return ad spend. So there's not a there's not a hundred Black Fridays of the year. There's only one, and if you have a great product and it's just really working, you know, don't be don't be afraid to get aggressive. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that. Ride the surfing method. Ride that wave of uh, sales incoming. I like that. That's a great way to end. Um, Thank you for your time, Dan. I appreciate every uh, minute that we had with you here. I know you're a busy guy, so thank you so much. Um, And I'm sure this episode is going to go down with great applause. Uh, Thank you again.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having me. No problem, man.